She's passionate about telling stories of amazing women who are rocking the world and empowering women to live, love, and thrive. Here's your host, Katherine Gray. Hi, welcome to Live, Love, Thrive Women's Empowerment Hour, brought to you by 360 Karma. We hope that you are visiting our website and joining the conversation on our Facebook, as well as, of course, following us on Twitter and Instagram at My360Karma. You know, we always have on Amazing Women, and today is no different. We have on broadcast journalist Erica Mandy. She's been working in the industry for many years and has uh, come up with a new idea of how to get the news. So it's a new way of getting the news. Looking forward to talking to her. Please give a warm welcome to Erica Mandy. Thank Hi. you so much. Hi. How are you doing? I'm doing really well. Thank Good. you so much. I'm so glad. I know we met last year yep. at uh, 50 Women Can Change the World in Media and Entertainment. Great program. Uh, yeah. Tabby Biddle and Elisa Parker, who run that, are amazing. Yep. And uh, it was a great way for us to meet such incredible women in the media and entertainment industry, wasn't it? It was really yeah. inspiring yeah. to see how people are really changing media and yes. making a difference and having yeah. an impact. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, especially women. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so I want to talk about your journey to becoming a broadcast journalist and news reporter, what that was like, and how you came to create your new format of news yes. that's more informative, positive, short, uh, digestible, and why you did that. So first, let's talk about where you're from. Uh, you're from Kansas City, Yes, uh, the Midwest. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, I grew up on, on a, in a suburb on the Kansas side, but right between Kansas and Missouri, and it was a great place to grow up. I um, bet. It, you it know, was... no one in L.A. has ever heard of Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> and I never thought that I would be living in L.A., but now I love it. But you have stereotypes of each other, for sure. Uh, but yeah, and once I moved out to the West Coast, I was like, yeah. oh, it's gorgeous out here. I don't yeah. think I can go back. Yeah, yeah, that would be hard to turn back. But like you said, you know, when you grow up, so we're like that you don't even know what you're missing exactly yeah, yeah. yeah i mean i'm sure it's a cool place and you know uh, like you said a wonderful place to grow up yeah. you know midwest values and you know you had a close family and supportive parents and you know and you really need supportive parents when you're going to be a news reporter right oh yeah it's not an easy journey especially yeah. at the beginning yeah. because what people don't often realize yeah. is it's not glamorous and yeah. especially when you're starting out you have to start in a small town with yeah. you don't know anybody yeah. I, I started as a part-time reporter making ten dollars an hour right schlepping the equipment and, yep doing yeah. and working weekends schlepping equi little you <laughs> schlepping equipment like but, 50 pounds worth oh yeah oh my god and you're 50 pounds <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I mean it was it, it's lonely at times you're working weekend nights you know yeah. and so it was nice that they kind of learned the industry with me and supported me along the way so that I had the energy and the positivity to keep going and yeah. during those times when I was crying on my way home because yeah. I thought I would never make it, yeah. you know? Yeah. Well, you know, and, and a lot of things in uh, entertainment industry are like that, whether you're a reporter, an actor, a writer, exactly. everybody has their tear nights, you yeah. know, that they're like, they think they can't go on, but you do because you're passionate about it. Right. And when did you realize that you wanted to be a news reporter? That's a good question. I think I always was intrigued by it, but when, you know, you go to college, you have mm -hmm. to kind of pick the final major, right? Yeah. And so I was always drawn to the journalism schools. Yeah. And so when I went to the journalism schools, I knew I wanted to do that. I loved writing. I actually grew up performing because I danced. Uh -huh. um, and so there was an element of, of talking to people, 
writing and performing in yeah, all wrapped into that one job exactly yeah. and I explored magazine writing and stuff in college but I right. fell in love with the visual audio and writing aspects coming together in television news and right. so once I had a class in that I was like this is it and right. so I was willing to go to that small town and yeah. make the small amount of money in order to see where I could go with it right so after that you did move on to Portland Yes. Yeah. And then and then to L.A., like for the big time. Yep. That's the the goal. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you reach that goal, which is awesome. And so for about 10 years, you were a news reporter. Yep. Right. And then we're going to talk about the road that you took uh, to shift that and why. So. Being a news reporter, um, even if you're passionate about it and, and, and it, you know, a lot of people would like to do that job. You know, it's, it, it does feel or seem glamorous. It's like kind of celebrity-like, you know, um, right? Uh, I mean, at yeah. times. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. at times uh, people recognize you sure, from, sure. you know, oh, I saw you on CBS, right. I'm sure they would say, right? Um, but um, what people don't realize is um, the blood, sweat, and tears that go into <laughs> it. So, I mean, you were telling me some pretty grim stories yeah. about being, you know, in everything from murder scenes to missing children to fires. And, you know, tell, tell us a little bit what like that was about and how it brought you to what you're doing. Yeah. So I will say there were many days that I got to tell inspiring stories. And that was part of why I got into it, because I loved being able to make an impact on the people's stories that I was telling. What you don't really realize is how many robberies, murders, vigils, um, wildfires, all these devastating things that you go to. And I don't even think I realized because it's just part of the job. Right. And when you're in the moment, you just kind of push everything down. But now that I I feel like when I came up for air, I realized how much it was impacting me to talk to victims every day, to right. be talking to parents who lost their children, right. um, and to just kind of have to talk to them, right. put a story out there, and move on to the next one, and never really take it in that, you know, I'm looking, there were times that we wouldn't put it on TV, but I would see the body bags, you know, yeah. after a car accident. Right. And all oh of a sudden, God. I was thinking, you know, as I'm driving down the road, oh, my gosh, I'm going to get in a car accident right. because I've seen so many of them or, right. you know, all these just horrible things. Right. And I thought, this is what we're putting out every night is these doom and gloom things. And then what really triggered it for me was hearing other people say, I can't even watch the news anymore because right. it is all doom and gloom and it's making me anxious. Right. And and more than ever now. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, um, that is the way I feel sometimes. Like, I don't want to watch the news because it is all doom and gloom for the most part. Um, I know there's some people like Lester Holt that have come out with this thing where at the end of his show, he always tells a positive human interest story. And one of my favorite TV shows <clears throat> is uh, CBS, uh, Mon- uh, CBS Sunday, Sunday Morning. Morning. Yeah. What an amazing show. Because it's usually filled with so much human interest and positivity. Um, I just love it. And... Um, just to, uh, you know, talk about modern day times, I do have to say, have you watched the Murphy Brown show? I haven't seen the new version oh of it. I actually gosh. did want to watch it and I haven't gotten around to it oh, yet. Oh, if you want to have a little humor, <laughs> I mean, she really, she digs deep into the subjects of today, but of course, with her incredible humor, it is hilarious. Okay, I'll have um, to check it out. You, you must, <laughs> as a news reporter. Uh, she's doing a great job. She's, she's shedding light on... Uh, things that are important, right. but yet with that sense of humor that is so unique to her in that show. Uh, so anyway, that's shout out to <laughs> Candace Bergen. <laughs> um, bravo. Uh, so 
So the you you came up with a unique idea that's really taking off, and I know you told me, you know, um, I, I just love that about the millennials. They're always trying to figure out how to make things better, um, faster, um, you know, just uh, unique. And what you did was so out of the box. So I love your show. It's Thank called you. The Newsworthy. It comes out every day, Monday through Friday. And it's this wonderful, I'm going to let you tell about it, but wonderful little 10-minute overview of what's going on. So you don't have to indulge in hours of news that's depressing. In 10 minutes, you get the overview because we all need to stay informed. And you also add in some good human interest stories to keep it positive. So you don't walk away feeling down and out. Right. (laughs) Yeah. So it's like the perfect little tidbit uh and it comes out every day and people can get it on anything that they listen to podcasts on right. itunes iheart google play uh, there's other podcast apps out there right. even spotify yeah 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 and so how did you come up with this idea and tell us a little bit about it and how people can get it and and how you put it together every day how, what's sure. your process oh yeah it's yeah. a process <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, uh, yeah it is a lot of work i mean daily monday through friday So it started because of a little bit of what we were talking about. Not only was I feeling depressed by the news, but I also was hearing from a lot of my friends that they tune out the news because it's too depressing. Depressing is the word I heard a lot. It's also too time consuming. We all have so many demands on our lives and we're getting notifications on our phone all the time. And it just is it just becomes overwhelming as well. I don't know about you, but I was hoping I would get more. Just kidding. I know. <laughs> the notifications, exactly. Yeah, just couldn't we have a little more? I know. Just inundated with all inundated. of this stuff. Yeah. yeah. And so I thought, well, I am kind of in the news every day, and so I'm seeing everything. How can I make it easier for people and less depressing? How can yeah. I make it more positive? And so I didn't want to do another newsletter. I feel like there's a lot of newsletters out right. there, and our email inboxes are overflowing as well. I wanted to do something that people could listen to on the go, whether it's your commute or when you're doing laundry or getting ready in the morning, that you can walk into work feeling informed without wasting any time. Right. And so I thought, let me try something that's what I call fast, fair, fun. It's less than 10 minutes. It's fair and unbiased because I think people are kind of also sick of hearing pundits giving their hardcore opinions. So let me just tell you what both sides are saying and give you the the facts. And then I try to bring a friendly voice to it. Um, You know, even when we're talking about some of the more serious stories of the day, let me break it down to you like a friend instead of bringing this alarmist, authoritative voice to it. And let me just um, read all the different perspectives and and tell it to you in a way that's just easier to consume. Right. And then by the middle of the show, I like to talk about tech and entertainment and other things that impact our lives that isn't just politics. Right. You know, how Amazon's delivering things, uh, what Facebook is up to. I mean, all of those things are in our lives daily. And right. so that's also interesting yes. news to me. And yes. so... Um, So having kind of a friendly voice and then also just a wide variety of topics. So you feel really well-rounded whether you're going to work or happy hour. Right. So And then I made it less than 10 minutes because I know that we're all busy. And if there's one story in there that you're really interested in, I always encourage you to go read more about it. Right. So it's just about getting the overview in a quick, easy-to-digest way. So my Yeah. I think it's brilliant. Thank Um, you. Who isn't? 
so overwhelmed, so busy, doesn't want to be in that wants to be informed, but doesn't want to spend a lot of time doing it. Exactly. And wants to be a little entertained. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> and love you want to have a conversation starter. Yeah. You don't want to just know what's you want to know what's going on with politics, but you also want to know, hey, did you guys hear about X? You know? Yeah. And I love that. Like my friends will bring up something that was in the show and we start having a conversation about it. And yeah. that's I love that. Yeah. And you've had people reach out and say things like, because of your show, I went and voted or, you know, just different things that are feedback that let you know you're making a difference. And that is the best. That is why I started it. And so I think without hearing that from some people, I don't know if I would have stuck with it during the when I first was trying to get it off the ground. Right. But hearing from people that they were less anxious, that they voted for the first time because they felt like they could actually take the time and energy to stay informed formed was everything. Yeah. And I know you said you gave it a year and now you are fully sponsored, although always obviously we're all looking right. for continued sponsorship, but you you have sponsors uh, because it makes sense to align with something like this that's right. uh, digestible and, and easy to consume. Um, and your audience is growing like 10% a month. And I mean, it's just amazing. Um, Thank you. You really saw a need and you're filling it. And I think it's really cool. And when I started it, I kind of said, let me do this for a year consistently and stick yes. with it no matter what for at least a year. And if it's growing and it's moving in the right direction and people seem interested, mm-hmm. then I'll keep going. And if not, then maybe it didn't work and I'll pivot and do something else and I when I took that risk and that leap to leave my you know kind of high paying job and take this huge risk but I I went in it went into it knowing I could really make an impact I could really feel like I'm doing something unique yes but then I also could give something a chance and as long as it worked then then I would stick with it and right. if it didn't, then I would trust myself that I could find another job or do right. something else. And that's a big thing when people want to take that leap to be an entrepreneur. It has to be something you're really passionate yeah. about or you can't get up every day and do it. And that you have to not be tied to the outcome, but give it everything you've got. And then, like you said, I love your thinking. If it's meant to be, it'll fall into place. Right. And if it doesn't, then it, you're meant to do something else. So I'm, I'm glad it worked out, though. I think <laughs> it's you. really cool. It's always a um, process, though. It never, yeah. it never is oh it's, it's worked out it's always like okay now n- what's next that I can do and how right. can I continue to grow it so that it's sustainable yes, yes. and so it, it, it definitely is a journey the whole way through just like right. any company if you stop innovating you'll die right right and, and having my show and uh, other projects I'm working on I, I know exactly what you mean it's like we want to do what we love but it's got to be sustainable yeah. so we've always got to be bobbing and weaving and changing and growing right. and learning uh, but you know what? That's what I love about entrepreneurship. Exactly. It's never a dull. It's there's never a dull moment, right? Exactly. Yeah. There's really high highs and really low lows yeah. when when you question everything. But then yeah. when you hear from a listener, you see constant growth. Yeah. Then it's all worth it. Absolutely. And also, too, I like what you said about, you know, so many people feel like certain networks are in one court and certain networks are in another court. And it's nice that you took that middle of the road. Hey, here's both sides, unbiased, kind of really the way news used to be. Right. Yeah. Um, And I like that you put in the positive stories, too. Um, What's one of your favorite positive stories that you've shared lately? 
Oh, um, well, there was a fun story actually just on Friday's episode where Steph Curry, the NBA star, um, oh, yeah. heard from a nine-year-old girl that oh. he, she was looking for his brand of, of tennis shoes, of sneakers, and she couldn't find them under the girl's part of the website, only the boys part of the website. And so she wrote him a handwritten letter and said, I I'm a big fan, I play basketball, I would love for them to be available for girls too. And he immediately responded and said, you're absolutely right, I don't know why they weren't available for the girls. He made the change on the website, I checked, and he is now gonna fly her out for International Women's Day in, in March to oh Oakland, and he's sending her like free sneakers. And so it became this whole really good feel good story of like, even a nine year old can make a difference when she voices her opinions. I, yeah, I have goosebumps. Yeah. See, I love those kind of stories. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I left, you know, Friday's episode with that feel good of like, Nine-year-olds out there are making yeah. a difference, and the celebrities are listening. Yeah, yeah. And you're—I uh, think you're like a mini CBS Sunday Morning. I hope so. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's a good comparison. Yeah. Oh, they do—they do a great job, and they yeah. go a little, like probably even a little more in depth with some of the stories. But I think it is. It's yeah, you're kind the of mini that, version. The mini version of yeah. it. Yeah, the daily version that yeah. you know, instead of once a week, you can kind of get that that overview every day. Right. Yeah. So where would you like to see the show going? Like what's your what's your big dream? So my mate my kind of Next year um, yeah. dream is really just blowing it up even more, making sure that the audience continues to grow yeah. um, and then offering people maybe a membership. You know, if you don't like the ads, maybe you can pay for an ad free episode. Um, mm -hmm. Maybe we can have events in the future where listeners come together for a live interview. Mm -hmm. um, and so I see it kind of expanding in that way. Right. And then eventually, you know. I'm open to whatever platform people want it on. So right. just like I see that TV news ratings are going down, so let me be, get into an industry that's going up, which is podcasting, how, what's the next platform? And right. always just saying, you know, if I can partner with a Hulu or an Amazon right. and get a video version of the show right. because people are now, you know, have video streaming services instead of television, Right? how can I be helpful for that? Or right. maybe it's virtual reality in five years, you yeah. know? So I'm really, I'm open and flexible to mm -hmm. being on the platform people want, as long right. as it's that same brand of the newsworthy right. that gives you the fast, fair, fun news. I love that. Um, why do you think podcasting is growing at such a rapid rate? I think part of it is what we were talking about, that people are so on the go now mm -hmm. that if you can listen to a voice while doing something else or while, having it while up. While walking, while at the gym, while in your car, like yes, all of those things. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's a big part of it. and. Yeah. Because we are, our time is so pulled in so many different directions. And we're already, we have so many things on screens now that it, it is nice when you don't have listen. to look at another screen. You right, know? right. When you can listen. Like ours, you could watch it, but you can also, also. listen to ours on iTunes or uh, Spreaker or iHeart or whatever it is exactly. that you listen to podcasts on. Right. Yeah, I know a lot of friends say, hey, I listen in the car and yeah. Yeah, and it's a great option. Yeah. And, and so, yeah, I guess that is why the podcast, you know, they say uh, years ago, uh, maybe just 10 or 15 years ago, only like 2% of people had listened to podcasts, and now it's like 40%. It's I mean, like, and there's also the yeah. serial effect. So yeah, when yes. serial became really popular and people started telling their friends about it, people realized that podcasting wasn't just basically talk radio um, or, you know, other things that they had in their mind about what it was. Right. It was this really entertaining, uh, suspenseful, investigative journalism. And so they started realizing that there's something called serial that's called a podcast. Right. And once you, it's that one show that 
yeah. that hooks you, yeah. you start exploring other shows. Right. It happened with my husband. He right. had never listened to a podcast. Yeah. Then he learned about it through my show, and now he listens every single day to a variety of shows. Right, right. I think you're right. And I think it is a good diversion from what's on TV. Yeah. It tends to be a really different content. Even though a lot of podcasts now are going to TV because the content's so good. Right. Um, but it is... Uh, often, like even our show, where we're interviewing amazing women that are doing incredible work in the world, uh, I really can't even think of a TV show that on a daily basis is right. doing that. Uh, and so we have all these unsung hero women, and we don't hear their, you know, uh, their stories. And so I'm always happy to provide a platform to talk about people like yourself that are doing innovative things. And the more platforms there are to tell women's stories. Uh, that are doing incredible work, the more people that are going to know about it. And I do see that podcasts fit a niche with your show, with my show, with some other shows that we are not getting on TV. In fact, some TV, you know, popular TV shows like Rachel Maddow, if you notice now, they're all doing podcasts. Right, exactly. So how funny, it's kind of the reverse, right? And it's it's because we are living in a multi-platform, multimedia world. And so, as I was saying, like you want to be everywhere. You don't want to force people to come to you. You want to go to them however they want to consume it. Right. And I do applaud you for telling women's stories and making sure that other people are inspired. I think yeah. that is really making an impact. So thank you for doing what you do. And I, I will add, I do a Thursday interview segment, yeah. and I'm very conscious about bringing on news experts on yeah. whatever their topic is that are women, that are diverse, and making sure that even more than probably traditional networks, yeah. that I'm allowing that the expert to be a variety of voices. Right. I like that. Yeah. So that's on Thursday nights? Thursday's episode, yeah. 30, Thursday's episode. Yes, oh, after the I'm news. I'm going to definitely catch yes, that. Yes, please yeah. do. <laughs> yeah. So give me an example, like either last Thursday, this Thursday, yeah. who would be? So I had Elsa Ramon on mm -hmm. um, talking about cryptocurrency and blockchain. Oh, wow. And I think I, I was actually watching a CNBC um, segment. And I like CNBC, but they said seven experts, what they're saying about blockchain. All of them were white men. Yes. And I oh, just. Oh, what a surprise. Right. Seven <laughs> experts. You couldn't find one that yeah. was. Because there's a lot of women. There's groups yeah. that are women in cryptocurrency and all yeah. this stuff. Um, but, and, and Elsa is actually one of my former colleagues. She yeah. is doing a venture backed docuseries called Adventures in Crypto that's going to yeah. be coming out later. I've heard about this. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. In our circle, I suppose. Yeah. So she was great about breaking down, you know, what is blockchain and the unique ways that it's going to be used for food safety. It's not just financial. Mm. The technology that Bitcoin runs on yeah. is actually used for things like refugees might want to have it so that their identity can't be changed and they can always prove that their what their identity is um, when they have their identity on the blockchain or food safety Walmart's starting to test it to see right. how blockchain is being used to make sure that they're watching how the lettuce is getting from the farm to their store so if there's a foodborne illness they can trace it like that Wow, that's fascinating. Really interesting. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I want to see that. That's a film? Um, well, or? her docuseries will be coming out later, oh. but she was on my show, The Newsworthy, right, right. on Thursdays. I think it was, what was that, the 28th? Right. November 28th, I think. Right. And then uh, she's going to be, you even do it on the holidays? 
I take off holidays okay, because good. I had to work them for so many years. Yeah. I was like, that's the one thing I am going to take good off. Good for you. I hope so. <laughs> that's the great thing about having your own Everybody business. Everybody should you can take control it off. Them. Yeah. Um, and, and, and so her series is coming out where? Where would I find it? It's a she, podcast? They're working on that now. Oh, no, it's oh. a it's a video, um, like more of a, a series. Oh. So that stay tuned for that. Yeah. No, I want to know. <laughs> but you're right. And, and I want to wrap up with that. That uh, it, Anyway, it's nice to see women being featured uh, in the news segment and in any industry uh, doing innovative things. So I love what you're doing. I'm going to continue to be a big fan. Thank you. And ditto. And people can find the Newsworthy uh, at at thenewsworthy.com or on your favorite podcast, as we said, whether it's iTunes, iHeart, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. So thank you for being on. And uh, tune in next week. We are here every Wednesday at noon, or you can find us, of course, on your favorite venue for your podcast or on YouTube. Make it a great week. Hugs and happiness.